The Bible is made up of 52 stories. From Genesis to Revelation, you can string God's thoughts together with just 52 stories. Join me this year as we embark on the journey of walking through those stories. This is a journey you do not want to miss. This is Ricky Watson Jr. and you're listening to the Scriptures Revealed Podcast. Well, hey everybody, and welcome back for another season of the Scriptures Revealed Podcast. I am excited about what we're going to learn together, discover together, fall in love over the Bible again for another year. I have to say I've been humbled by the response I've gotten to this podcast, and we are growing, and I'm excited about it. I don't know if you can tell, but I really, 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 really am excited. (laughs) Uh, Also, I want to make you guys known before we jump into the teaching today is that I have started a Facebook group called the Bible in one year. Trust me, you want to be a part of that group. It has grown. uh, I mean, leaps and bounds has grown. It's just been amazing to watch. Uh, Literally uh, every week we are growing with more and more people. At this point, we are over 2,500 people that have decided to join me in a journey and reading the Bible. All we're doing is falling in love with reading the Bible again. And you're going to want to be a part of it because it helps you be accountable it is building community so that we can all fall in love with the scriptures together and we're doing it um a little different so we're not just reading the bible straight through from genesis to revelation we're putting the bible in chronological order so it's going to be really exciting when we get to judges and kings and find out that this is the king that was on the throne when isaiah was prophesying or jeremiah was prophesying or or what was going on in the rest of the world when jonah would had to go prophesy to Nineveh. It's going to be really good. And then when we get to the Gospels, we're going to put all of that in chronological order. And then we're going to look when we get to the New Testament and find out that after the book of Acts, Romans does not come next. What actually comes next is the book of James. And then we're going to see how the doctrine and the theology of the early church begin to grow and build and, and, and take on a great structure as the church begin to grow. It is going to be amazing. And we're probably going to hop in some epistles while the book of Acts is going on. It's just going to be amazing. You want to be a part of that group. So go to the Scriptures Revealed Podcast Facebook page and look for the Bible in One Year group so that you do not miss out on anything. Now, back to what we are doing on the podcast. Now, what I'm doing in the Facebook group is not what's going to be happening on the podcast. And what's happening on the podcast is not what's going to be happening happening on the Facebook group. And also, I, the Scriptures Revealed podcast has a YouTube page where it's just me having conversations that, are, that what I'm trying to do is merge biblical principles with everyday life. So it's a total different format and, and you want to be a part of that. So be sure to go to YouTube to check that out. But what we're going to do on the podcast this year is journey through 52 stories. That is right. There are 52 stories that the that will sum up everything in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. So what we're really going to do on the podcast is I'm going to teach you on a minuscule level the entire Bible in one year. <laughs> but I'm going to do it in 52 stories. So I am excited about that. And I'm glad that you guys have decided to tune in and join me on this journey. OK, so let's get started. All right. Story number one is what we're going to hit this week. And this story is I'm calling 
in the beginning. It is the beginning. It is the beginning. Now, there are some great things that I'm going to drop out there for you. So please be sure if you're listening to this on your way to work, on your lunch break or whatnot, listen to it, but then come back to this so that you can take notes and write down and then do some study on your own. All right. So let's read, um, begin reading the scriptures here. Genesis chapter one. This episode is going to cover story number one that I'm calling in the beginning, and it covers Genesis chapter one, verses one through twenty five. I believe it is. Let me see here. Yep. One through twenty five. Genesis one one says this in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Now, I did a teaching in the Facebook group on giving you keys to unlock Genesis, so I'm not going to go over that again, but I am going to lay out this story for you. When you begin to open up your Bible and you open it up on the first page, what you're going to run into is not a defense for God. You're not going to run into God trying to prove his existence. You're not going to run into God trying to defend himself into why he has the right to sit on the throne as the sovereign God. You don't run into any of that. You run into the existence, the all sufficiency of our God. That is what you're going to encounter. And in Genesis 1-1, what you run into are three phenomenal words that say in the beginning. Now, when you look at that in the beginning and you connect that to the gospel of John chapter one, that says in the beginning as well, John starts his gospel with in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And there was nothing made that was made that was not made by him, which is the word. So when I connect that to Genesis chapter one, what I'm really seeing is that in the beginning, God created it is God, God created with the word or God created with the word everything the heaven and the earth and the beautiful thing about the intelligence of God in this verse is that he means what he says and then he means more than what he says he really means that he created the heavens and the earth but he also means that I created everything that terminology there the heaven and the earth it is what we call uh, in literary terms a mirrorism is 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 when you say and the Bible uses it very often over in the book of Psalms that it say, I'll remove your sins as far as the east is from the west. It, it does not mean that he's taking your sins from the east and, and changing their location to the west. It means he's removing your sins far away from you that they will never connect with you ever again. It's the same thing for the heaven and earth. It does not. It doesn't just mean he created the heavens and he created the earth. It means that God created everything. So in the beginning. God created everything. How did God create everything? The gospel of John give us insight uh, to that revelation and says that God created everything and and who created everything was the word, okay, was the word. So when God got ready to create the object, the, the person he used for that creation was the word. Watch this. So in the beginning, God created, God created. Why? Now we're bumping into why did God create? And, and there are many things and many teachings out there. I've heard people say God created Uh, us and God created the earth because he was lonely and he wanted a family Well, the problem with that theology is that if God created because he had a need it would mean that God is not all sufficient God will cease to be the all sufficient one if God does every anything 
everything or anything because of a need. And because we know that God is all sufficient, we have to begin to conceptualize the creation story that creation did not happen because God had a need. Otherwise, he ceases to be sovereign. He ceases to be all sufficient. So watch this. God did not create us. God did not create the world because he had a need. He is his own supply. He is his own provision. So watch this. God didn't create it because he had a need. Why did God create? The secret is in verse one. It says in the beginning, God created and God create. How did God create? We learn from from the gospel of John with the word, with himself. And what happened? We get over into verse three. I'm jumping ahead. And it said, and God said, let there be light. What happened? God began to vocalize. He began to express himself. Or in other words, God began to reveal himself. And that term created, I know I may be talking real fast, but I'm trying to get all of these nuggets out here to you guys. Now, it says that God created. We look at that term as in God created out of nothing. The Hebrew means to create out of nothing. But the problem with that is that no all languages, English, Latin, Hebrew, Greek, we're all trying to understand in our temporal um, earthly realm what is happening in eternity. Genesis chapter 1 is dealing with an eternal God. So the only word that the Hebrews knew to use was that God created. He created out of nothing. But God didn't create out of nothing. What he did was he created out of nothing in this realm. But when God began to reveal reveal himself to another realm that we call the earth realm because we, we we forget God is eternal which means that God resides in eternity and when God began to reveal himself and, and, and disclose himself to another realm he couldn't use anything in that realm to, to showcase who he was he had to take it from his world and then showcase it in ours what is happening in Genesis 1 is that God is revealing himself. So why was God creating? Watch this. When we look at that story, it says, God said, let there be light. And there was light. Well, that light can't be the sun because the sun is not created to day four. So what is happening is that God is pulling out of himself. Remember, it is God and it is the word who is God. All right. So God is pulling out of himself light. How do I know that? Jesus later on comes on the scene in the gospels and say, I am the light of the world. Wait a minute, Jesus. You're telling me that in the book of Genesis, when God said, let there be light, he wasn't saying, let there be sunshine. He was saying, let me reveal myself to this realm. Let me reveal my, and and when he revealed himself, light began to shine. He became the light source of it. You know, so the Bible starts with a revelation of God. God begins to reveal himself. And when God reveals himself, we see light. God pulls light out of himself. God pulls visitation out of himself. God pulls trees and grass out of himself. When God's, God pulls seasons and times and days and, and signs and years out of himself. Everything we see in Genesis chapter 1, their origins are not in this realm. Their origins are in God. And it is, it is masterful that God would start his library of books with a book called Genesis and say, in the beginning, I created, I originated, I am the originator of all things because all things exist as a revelation of me. And then we get to the conclude of the books of, of God's libraries to the 
the revelation and it is the revelation again of Jesus Christ. God starts the Bible and ends the Bible by revealing himself. Now, let me give you another uh, thing about about this. Now, I'm not going to harp on this long because I have a teaching that is on my website that you want to get. And it is called the good book. It is an MP3 download. And what I do is I'm teaching on why the Bible is relevant today. You want to get that teaching. It's only three dollars to download. You want to go to my website and get it. That's RickyWatsonJr.com. You want to get that. So be sure to go and download that. But what I want to show us in the in the scriptures real real quickly. One of the problems that we run into when we're trying to study and read the Bible, we look at the Bible as if God is writing uh, the times of man and that he's starting with the beginning of man and he's covering everything up until the end of time in Revelation. So then if we do it that way, we make the Bible's purpose to chronicle the times of man. And my friend, that is not the purpose of the Bible. So if I take that purpose away from the Bible and I make the purpose of the of the scriptures Jesus told us the purpose of the scriptures is to show and reveal me so if that is the purpose that means Genesis that means creation that means Exodus that means numbers Leviticus Deuteronomy uh, Joshua Judges first and second Samuel all of those books are going over into the gospels going even all the way to the book of Revelation the purpose of the scriptures are not to tell us anything per se about the times of man what the bible is 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 here for is to reveal jesus to us so if i take that away from the purpose of the of the bible i is going to open my mind up to begin to get revelation of the scriptures because if the purpose of the bible is not to chronicle the times of man then i cannot make the book of genesis about the beginning of man and i cannot make the book of revelation about the end of man. I've got to see that from Genesis to Revelation, it's all about God revealing himself. It's all about God disclosing himself. So then I don't get hung up on the loopholes and the stories that we're going to cover this year and, and the things that are missing because I'm realizing that the purpose of the Bible is not to detail everything about man, but it is to reveal everything about God. Now watch this. We get over in Genesis and you watch the unfolding of this thing the, the creation story is beautiful because what it really shows us is that we can marvel at creation because that means everything God created has been encoded with a secret message a secret revelation about God how do I know that I know that because if I continue to read the Bible and I get over into Psalms and Proverbs then when people begin to tap the wisdom of God they say go look at the ant Oh, slugger. And what are you going to find? You're going to find an encoded message in the ant. Why? Because God created the ant and God didn't create anything and not encode himself into it. The ant was created to reveal God. The, the trees were created to reveal God. That's why God says you will be like a tree planted by the river. Why was God able to use trees? Because he knew when I created the tree, I put a sum of me. I put a revelation of me in the tree. I put a revelation of me in the sky I put a revelation of me in the birds I so every when God wants you to look at creation he's not telling you to look at it to glorify it to look at it to worship it he's saying creation 
is my canvas. And what I did was paint a revelation of myself on the earth. Now you go through creation and you look at the, the trees uh, producing after its kind. What does that show you? It shows you that whenever God does something, he always does something and puts a seed on the inside of it. God loves fruitfulness. God loves to multiply himself. God loves to replenish uh, places. God loves to fill places up. Well, how do I know that? God loves to shine brightly. God loves signs and he loves seasons and he loves years and he loves uh, uh, time. That Time is not God's enemy. Time reveals something about God. It reveals the pace of God. It reveals how calculated God, uh, God is. It reveals that God has a place for everything in his world because everything in creation has been encoded with a message. The beautiful message of Genesis 1 of that creation story is not the 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 timing of this is when time all began. This is when man began. Now, granted, we get insight into that, but that's not its purpose. Its purpose is to reveal God to us. I want you to realize that the first story of your Bible is called the beginning. And it's not just the beginning of creation. It's the beginning of the revelation of God in the earth realm. That, my friend, is story number one. Now, I am already out of time this week, uh, but I hope this has whet your appetite to go back and look at that creation story. Go back and look at Genesis 1 through 25 and look at the things that God created. And remember, when God creates, he is speaking it. He is, he is letting it come out of his mouth, but it's coming out of his mouth because it's coming out of him. And everything God pulls out of him is encoded with a message or a revelation about him. So go back, look at that creation story and look at uh, all of the things that God created to give a revelation of who he is. Now, next week, we're going to deal with story number two, and we're going to see how the creation of mankind is a little bit different than the creation of the material universe, and it's going to be a greater revelation of who God is. Join me next week, right here, same time, same place, for another episode of the Scriptures Revealed podcast.